Masters Mastering Media. Ow! In this episode called Paper Brought to Life, we will be sharing the history of print. I'm Diana. I'm Kylie. And I'm Maggie. Together using a timeline, we will go through the technological advances of print. For example, we will focus on the printing press, daily newspapers, and photocopiers slash modern printers. We will choose these to talk about because we think these are the main events that made printing what it is today. Along with these inventions, we will also outline how society was affected politically, economically, and socially before and after the development of each invention. Throughout this episode, we use many sources. Our sources include Writing on the Wall by Tom Standage, From Gutenberg to Zuckerberg by John Naughton, and Revolutions in Communication by Bill Koverick. Most people are not familiar with the importance of print. However, without print, society would not be where it is today. Here's why. So obviously a printer wasn't just the first thing that someone invented. There must have been some history or reasoning before it was created, right? Correct. Someone did not just wake up one day and have a random bright idea to create something that produces printed materials. Here's what really happened. Way back in 3000 BCE, Egyptians would use papyrus to make paper and write down information. People even did their best to spread information, even though it traveled slower than molasses. What in the world is even papyrus, or however you say it? Haha, <laughs> papyrus. Basically, this was just the material that Egyptians used to develop an early form of paper where they could keep track of their information. How was papyrus paper different from what we have today? Well, papyrus was very cheap and easy to access back then. Also, it was very fragile and could break easily. This paper was distributed from a papyrus plant. In China, people made lamp black ink. This is where the Egyptians got their ink. Papyrus plants were a significant part of the printing process. They were the main resource to produce paper. Specifically, who would use papyrus paper in the papyrus plants? Typically, these materials were used by scholars, political figures, and churches. They were all using these plants to spread news. The ability to quickly spread information helped bring people together and get all the information to everyone. Eventually, the papyrus plant was adopted by the Greeks and then used a lot during the Roman Empire. People used papyrus, plant, papyrus paper to make scrolls, early books, and even legal documents. This was new to everyone and became the inspiration for future print inventors. Well, what happened next? Who was the next big person? Whoa, slow down. We haven't gotten that far just yet on the timeline to talk about people. She's right. Our next stop is 220 CE. What in the world happened back then that was different from the papyrus? Well, it takes some time to invent things and develop something that's different. In 220 CE, the official earliest known form of printing was developed. This was known as woodblock printing. Where was this developed and where was it mainly used? Woodblock printing was originally developed in East Asia, mainly China. It was known as a technique for printing images and texts. This style of printing was used on textiles and eventually paper. How did woodblock printing have a different impact than the papyrus printing? Very good question. Fortunately, every invention is going to have its own impact and own effect on the world. Woodblock printing helped the evolution of printing. It helped show information easier and more clearly. This style of printing allowed publishing to be easier. Spreading text and pictures became more popular because it was easy to do. As time went on, entertainment was becoming more popular. Woodblock printing became a source of entertainment. Images on the carved wood could be transferred to cloth printing or even to paper. Whoa, that's so cool. I never would have thought printing started all the way back then. I know, it's crazy to think about. Well, what happens next? Is there a new invention that we should know about? Yes, indeed, there is. Way back in 1151, a new invention developed. The paper mill. Where was the paper mill first seen? The paper mill was spotted in a small town in Spain known as Zativa. 
After the first European paper mill was bought in in Sativa, papermaking spread to other countries around the world. First, it spread to Italy, where other unique paper mills were established. Then, papermaking spread to France and Germany, where other mills were soon created. What is a paper mill and what does it do? A paper mill produces paper from wooden material or even materials that contain fiber. In other words, the paper mill was just a fancier way to make paper and just, and just added to the evolution of printing. All three of these inventions that we touched on became inspiration to the inventor that gets credit for arguably the most important invention ever. Which is? The, the printing, printing press. The printing press is the main advancement of print. This is the be-all and end-all of printing. Please, tell me about it. You're going to be happy to hear about this one. Oh, really? Why? Because there's actually a person that gets credited for creating the printing press. Yes, indeed. She is correct. The printing press was invented by Johann Gutenberg in 1450. Um, who is Gutenberg? Johann Gutenberg was a German inventor, publisher, and printer. He was born in Mainz, Germany. Why did he want to create a printing press anyways? Just like anything else back then, things were complicated and aspiring inventors were looking to make things easier and more efficient. There was also a need to spread knowledge and communication wider and faster. With the printing press in particular, printing things down by hand was getting old and took lots of time. Therefore, something needed to be done. Eventually, Gutenberg moved to Strasbourg, where he found a workshop to work in so that he could keep his future invention a secret. Well, what was the point of keeping his invention a secret? Well, because he did not want anyone else stealing his idea. He also didn't want to take the risk that others would develop something better after hearing or seeing his idea. Well, that is a bit selfish. Kind of, but it also makes a lot of sense. I'm sure that you wouldn't want anyone stealing your idea and getting all the fame, fortune, and credit. I guess you've got a point. Unfortunately, Gutenberg started to run out of money, so he had to expand his shop and involve more people. His invention needed investment, and Gutenberg needed to be backed up financially, too. Therefore, he had, to, he had to tell a little about his invention in order to have enough money. And he did this all by himself? Um, no. Not at all. He had a partner named Johann Fust. Who is that? Johann Fust met Gutenberg in 1450. Basically, he was the financial banker for Gutenberg. Fust eventually took over the printing press when Gutenberg ran out of money. I knew that he wasn't going to be able to do it all this alone. What was the first thing that Gutenberg printed? The first thing that he printed was the Gutenberg Bible. Wait, so now this guy has his own Bible? Well, not really. He gets credit for printing the Bible, hinting why the first thing he printed was the Gutenberg Bible. That makes sense. What was this Bible like? This Bible was definitely not like your usual book. The Gutenberg Bible had no title page and no page numbers. It was even printed in Latin. Apparently, this is what Gutenberg and his customers wanted. How many copies did Gutenberg make in general? Well, that exact number is unknown. Correct, but four of these copies are still in existence today. In addition, the printing press allowed for 3,600 pages per workday by machine, compared to 40 by hand printing and hand copying methods. The printing press changed the world and started many movements and revolu revolutions. I'm confused. What does that mean? Basically, that means the printing press changed the world. You're going to have to elaborate. After the printing press was created, printed materials became widely available and helped spread communication throughout the whole world. The sudden availability of books, papers, posters, and etc. led to movements such as the European Renaissance and the Industrial Revolution. So Gutenberg's invention of this movable printing press allowed people to have access to more than before? Correct. Whoa, okay, what else? Well, now that more people have access to the printing press and printed materials, it has become easier for people to become more literate and to obtain more jobs. What kind of jobs? People were given jobs in the printing industry, especially in printing mills. 
Printing was also much cheaper, so now anyone can print, not just the rich people. Like we mentioned before, the printing press began movements, like the Industrial Revolution. What is that? The Industrial Revolution was a time of technological change. The printing press made it easier and faster for news to spread throughout the world. From the Industrial Revolution, the United States became very powerful on a global scale. The printing press was important in the Industrial Revolution because it allowed people to have the ability to connect with each other through printed materials. This was a faster way to communicate because it was more affordable. So basically, the printing press united the world together? Yes, correct. Did the printing press affect anything else? Well, of course. Two perspectives developed after the printing press was created. These perspectives dealt with the impact of the printing press. What were the two perspectives? Deterministic and social construction. I'm confused. What are those? The deterministic perspective was a lag between the beginning of the Renaissance and the printing industry. Yeah, so basically, this perspective means that a person believes in one possible outcome compared to multiple. In other words, these deterministic people believe that human behaviors come from environmental factors that cannot be changed. Okay, okay. Social construction was the belief that social construction was more significant than technology. Wow, those two beliefs are completely different. I know, right? Through the printing press, the idea of a monarchy government spread. The printing press was the most important revolution against the monarchy because it spread knowledge throughout the public. Interesting. What else? The political revolution depended on the printing press. It allowed greater access to information, and the printing press aided the creation of new communities. The printing press precipitated 200 years of chaos, moving from a world where the Catholic Church was organizing political force to the Treaty of Westphalia. Scientists even adopted the printing press as a part of educational and research efforts. Wow, I never thought that one invention could change and impact the world so much. I know, it's crazy to think about. I think it's about time to move down the timeline to the next important event. Now we are going to see just how the printing press impacted the world. So many new things were created after the printing press. These things included new printed materials, especially the newspaper. The printing press was one of the main reasons newspapers came about. Who invented the newspaper? His name was Johann Carolus. He lived in Strasbourg. He published the first newspaper in Germany in 1605. What's his background? He was the son of a priest and his wife. He started working as a bookbinder and became a bookseller when he was older. He was also a scribe for a newspaper. Why did he create the newspaper? This is really complicated. Carlos wanted to change the steps to production, so he figured that in order to do this, he would need to print and sell lots of newspapers to make the right amount of money. Interesting. So when did the newspaper actually come out? Well, most people think the first newspaper came out in 1690, printed by Richard Pierce. This is true because this was the first newspaper published in America. However, we learned that Carlos published one in 1605 in Germany. Well, did they have someone edit the newspapers? Yes. The first newspaper was edited by Benjamin Harris in Boston on September 25, 1690. What did these old newspapers look like? In America, the first newspaper contained three printed pages in one blank. The pages were about six by, by ten inches in size in a folded piece of paper. So what kind of information did they put on the first newspapers? In 1605 Germany, the news sheets were full of news along with information about wars and politics in other countries. Newspapers also covered a wide variety of fields including politics, business, sports, and art. They often included sections of weather, local services, obituaries, crosswords, cartoons, and comic strips. Wow, it sounds like newspapers were educational, informational, and fun to look at. In the United States, the first newspaper was the Boston Newsletter. The Daily Current was the first daily newspaper. How exactly did they make the newspapers back then? Well, in 1814, the Times newspapers 
were printed with a steam-powered press for the first time. Richard M. Ho invented the rotary printing press that allowed for millions of copies of pages in a single day. The newspaper was very helpful because it helped bring about communication all around the world. It seems to be really helpful and super beneficial. Oh, trust me, it was. More people were able to communicate and connect with each other after printed materials were created. The newspaper also unified national languages. The ability to communicate through printed materials allowed for national languages to become more popular and sooner brought together. Standardization of information was possible, and this allowed for more materials to be produced. Printed materials became standardized by the 1500s, including better type fonts, Roman and italic, and standardized printing production in various books. Wow, that's a lot of change. How did newspapers change society? Newspapers provide information to citizens and increase the general knowledge. After the development of the newspaper, the next major event that was created was the photocopier. You mean a copy machine? Well, yes. That's the more modern term. It's the same thing. So who created the photocopier? The photocopier was created by James Watt and Chester Carlson in 1907. Carlson used static electricity that was created with the handkerchief, light, and dry powder to make the first copy on October 22, 1938. The copier did not make it on the market until 1959. Well, what did the photocopier do? A photocopier makes copies of other documents or visual images onto paper or plastic. This is done very quickly and cheaply. Photocopiers work on the principle that opposites attract. So basically, they work like magnets? Yes, they do. Are there any other technical details? Yes. Inside the photocopier, there is toner. And this toner is the powder that is used to create the printed text and images on paper. The powder is negatively charged, and so it's attracted to something positive. Well, what is that positive? The paper. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. An image of the master copy is transferred onto the drum using a laser. That's cool how they attract each other. Did the photocopier have as many impacts as the printing press? No, not necessarily, but it still had many important impacts that should be noted. For example, a photocopier is very speedy. A photocopier machine has the ability to duplicate lots of paper at a very fast rate. Most photocopiers are able to produce 100 pages per minute. Wow, that's a lot of paper. Photocopiers are also very flexible. Photocopiers can act as a laser or a scanner. This increases the image quality. Most importantly, a photocopier allows businesses to be more efficient and productive. Copies can be done in the office and not in a shop. Lots of time is saved. Wow, I'm super glad that photocopiers were made. If they weren't, then everything would be so slow. Lastly, we are going to talk about the major advancement, modern printers. When did modern printers become popular and widely used? They started developing in the late 1900s. What was one of the first printers? One of the first printers was the inkjet printer. These printers did not gain popularity until the mid-1990s. Was there something before modern printers? Yes, there were actually line printers. How did they use line printers? A line printer works similarly to a typewriter. It pushed ink onto a piece of paper using a combination of an ink, of an ink ribbon and raised metal. Start over. It pushed ink onto a piece of paper using a combination of an ink, rib an ink ribbon and raised metal type. That's cool. It sounds like the modern printers are definitely faster and easier. I agree. Modern printers have made a big impact for providing printed paper to more places easier and faster. Printing and printed materials have definitely developed and changed the world. Right. Books became more accessible, creating a wider literate reading public. News became more accessible and entertainment became more popular. People were more curious about things and wanted to know about politics, religion, finance, and other things. I mean, what would the world do without the invention of the printer or printed materials? It wouldn't be the same, that's for sure. Unfortunately, this episode is coming to an end. 
We have had fun taking you through the history of printing. Print has changed due to technological advancements which impacted the usage of print and resulted in many social, economic, and political impacts. From 3000 BCE to the 1900s, there have been lots of advancements that have made printing what it is today. The main ones were the printing press, daily newspapers, and photocopiers slash modern printers. We hope you learned something. Media Masters! Bye-bye, media. Ow! <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> is that... Yeah, you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, I need you to move. What was that?